welcome to Earthling Talk with Annie the Earthling, a warm space where we talk mindfulness, spirituality, life and the wonderful, magical, challenging experience that is being an earthling on this planet we call Earth. Thank you for choosing my podcast and I hope you enjoy. Good morning, everyone. Well, it might not be morning, it might be afternoon, it might be nighttime, but for me, it is morning. So, good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Earthling Talk podcast. It has been over a month since I last recorded an episode. I recorded a lot of episodes so that I could take December off from recording, mostly because my partner was home for a few weeks off work so it's a bit hard to record when you're not by yourself but I also just wanted to take a little break so that I could just reset for the new year and come in with some fresh content do a bit of reflecting and yeah here we are so this is the 10th of January 2022 I can't believe we are in 2022 2021 just flew by and I don't know where it went but see you later 2021. It was a pretty good year actually all things considering. We did a big trip to WA and that was so much fun and we also got a dog. It it was a bloody good year actually despite what was going on in the world. So today's episode is one that is not going to be structured at all and I'm talking about something quite personal so there might be a little bit of rambling I don't know but I don't even know where to start with this one I don't know why today I felt called to talk about it finally but I guess I I'm not feeling like super confident today but I'm not feeling super insecure I'm just feeling like eh. <laughs> So I kind of thought it was probably a good good way to be to record this podcast because it is quite an emotional podcast and I need to be somewhat stable but also it's a funny one to record if you're feeling really upbeat because it is quite a big part of my life that yeah is really hard to talk about. So as you probably guessed by the title of this podcast I had an eating disorder. Um, I suffered with this eating disorder, I think, for about eight years of my life, roughly. I don't know exactly when it started. I don't remember the first time, like, that I really noticed that it was a problem. And I don't remember the last time either. But I have been doing okay for the last few years and haven't suffered with this eating disorder since so I'm really happy that I am now healthy or somewhat healthy (laughs) and doing a lot better and really working on my body image my self-love and all of that junk so I guess we'll start at why this eating disorder was triggered so when I was growing up it was the time of tumblr and box gaps I don't know if you know what that is maybe if you're a bit younger you won't have gone through that stage but basically there was it was in fashion to have a box gap which is basically a gap in between your thighs a thigh gap some people also call it box gap thigh gap same same 
but it was encouraged that women should all have this gap between their legs. And someone who is bottom heavy, not top heavy, um, that was pretty unachievable for me. <laughs> and I don't think that my body is physically able to achieve that unless I was pretty sick. So anyway, that was that was the goals of the time. Um, Tumblr was this website that was basically kind of like an Instagram but it's like a website full of photos it's like a MySpace slash Instagram god I just realized some of you might not even know what MySpace is either anyway not going to go into that but basically it was a website full of photos and this website was pro anorexia so on my Tumblr page you what you do basically you repost all these photos and you have your own Tumblr page which is just a bunch of reposts or you can upload things And my page was just reposting all these photos that were out there. And the main thing that was out there was ribs, bones, skinny, like tiny, tiny, sickly, skinny photos. And thinking back now to the things that I reposted, I'm like, oh, that is so dangerous for everyone that is looking at my Tumblr for myself that is thinking that these are the goals and this is the body type that I should look up to because I was basically striving to be sick which is bloody sick in itself what a sick mind to think that my body is only important if I have pretty much just skin and bones and you know I don't now looking back I'm like oh like how how was that a fashion like wouldn't Isn't it attractive to see someone that is healthy? And no, I'm not saying that if you're skinny, then you're not attractive. So please don't take that from that. I'm just saying the photos that were on this Tumblr site were so clearly women that were really struggling and sick because you could see the bones through their body (laughs) does that even make sense see the bones through their body you know what I mean you could see their bones poking out so I'm just here to tell you whatever body type you are I love you for that and love yourself for that everyone is different and that's what makes the world go round everyone is attracted to a different thing so just keep that in mind and just don't beat yourself up here if you are skinny because I really don't want this to be what this is about anyways so it was a time of tumblr it was a time of pro anorexia pro box gap and I really struggled with this I don't consider myself to have ever been on the largest scale or like towards obesity I really don't think I ever ever was like that and I look back on photos now and I'm like oh you were so skinny and you thought you were huge you thought you were so fat I hate that word I don't know why it really just like sends shivers down my spine but yeah I just thought that I was so big and I thought that everyone was thinking that I was overweight and that everyone was looking at me like oh she's overweight and I look back on photos and I'm like oh you were so skinny though how could I possibly have thought that and I think my eating disorder really came from body dysmorphia and I thought that I was someone else I honestly definitely saw someone else in the mirror because looking back on those photos I'm like who is that I don't recognize that person that isn't that isn't who was staring back at me in the mirror so I definitely 
struggled with body dysmorphia that then moved into a more disastrous eating disorder. So, yeah, times of the tumbler, trying to be skinny, trying to get a box gap and that all just like all of that mixed into one and just being a teenager at the time and just trying to fit in and trying to, you know, hormones are flowing everywhere. I'm trying to be sexy. I'm trying to like work out who I am and be comfortable with myself. But I was just so, so uncomfortable with myself. I didn't like what I saw. I hated the fact that I had red hair. For those of you who don't know what I look like, I have red hair. And yeah, I mean, you all went to primary school or high school with someone who had red hair and I'm sure you watch them get teased a lot. So it is with no surprise that that happened to me and I was very unhappy with my hair. Although I wouldn't say that I am not a good looking person. Like some people might be like, oh, really? Did you really get teased for that? Like, but I did and even though... I have kind of come to terms with the fact that, you know, I like my hair now. I feel like it's a point of difference and I appreciate myself for that now. I fucking hated my hair growing up. I wanted to dye it all the time and thank God mum turned into a hairdresser (laughs) because she was constantly dyeing my hair and she was always telling me that I should love my hair And I always had older people telling me to love my hair, but never anyone younger. So I had a guy in high school tell me that he would be my girlfriend, but I had red hair, so he couldn't. So (laughs) I know, so silly looking back, but it's funny the things that you remember. It's those mean comments that stick with you, stick in your brain. And I've held on to that because I knew back then that No one would find me sexy because I had red hair. So I couldn't really control the red hair part. So I decided to try and control my body to try and be as appealing as possible to the male gaze. And I, it's just so sad (laughs) looking back, but I don't know what year exactly of high school or what age I was when this exactly started. But I loved junk food. I still do. (laughs) I love savoury snacks. I love burgers. I love chips. Give me it all. And I would use food as a way to binge eat. So I would eat, 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 eat. And then I would purge. So this brings to... This brings me to what my eating disorder actually was. So I was bulimic for about eight years. So I was binge eating and then making myself vomit. I was forcing myself to throw up all of the food that I ate. And this can have such damaging effects, not only on your mental health, but on your body as well. Like if you think about all that acidity that is coming up, it is not meant to be backflowing through your body. And I can't even imagine, like I, it shudders me to this day, what I would have done to my health and what I still don't know about that's probably lurking in my system because of eight years of absolutely trashing my body with horrible food and then trashing it even more with all the acidity of the food broken down, bringing it back up and being like, no, I don't want that. I need to be skinny. So 
I was going through a very emotional time. I can't say that I had the happiest childhood, although it may have seemed like it from the outside that I had a great life. I was very much struggling with depression and anxiety. And I believe that this teamed up with having no self-esteem really just made the perfect concoction for a horrible eating disorder. So I would feel really down. So I would emotional eat and I would binge eat. So I was trying to fix that emotion, put a band-aid on that emotion by eating because it activated this pleasure point in my brain to be like, yes, I get to eat this junk food. You deserve this. And then after eating it, this incredible sense of guilt that would just take over me and I would be like, no, this has to get out of my system. I cannot let this be another calorie on my day. So I'm going to get rid of all of it because I want to look good and the most important thing for me is being loved. And it's pretty sad that it comes back to that, but I just needed that approval and I was always seeking approval from the outside because I was a very unhappy child and I didn't really want to be around. As intense as that is, it is the truth. So I feel so mad at myself sometimes that I let it go on for so long and that I trash my body for eight years because at the end of the day, I'm so interested in all things health the whole health subject anything exploring how to make my body healthier and how to improve my body and I always have had that love for an interest for health but I just didn't really apply it in the right way and I was kind of thinking that health meant being skinny but now I see health in a whole different light and I god I wish I knew then what I know now (laughs) But anyways, I look back and sometimes I'm really mad at myself because I let that happen for so long and that I treated my body so badly and I'm mad because I'm like, oh God, like what health thing is going to come up for me? Like what health issue is going to come up for me now that I have done this to my body for so long and I don't even know where to start and I don't want to look for something bad, but I do get down on myself for that even happening because I do try to be a confident woman now and it really hurts me to know that I treated myself like that and it is so emotional. I'm going to try not to cry this episode but I just feel so bad for my past self and I just like I see that little girl who just wanted to look good and just wanted to be loved and I feel so sad for her because she thought that the only way that she could be loved is to have a fucking thigh gap and that is just such a horrible like thing to look up to it's just such a horrible goal to obtain to try and be unhealthy even though I thought that that was what was healthy because that's what was being plastered in front of my face all over the internet on magazines that was the time where like oh all the models were like sickly thin and that was goals and I when I was younger wanted to be a model but I was like I can never be a model because I am short and I'm curvy and I am not tall and 
so skinny like these models so therefore I am not beautiful and that was what was plastered in our face there wasn't a body positivity movement happening or there wasn't one that I knew of or saw anyway and that was really hard it was really hard for myself and I'm sure all the women and probably men as well in that era who grew up in that era I'm sure it was really hard for everyone else too and I love sorry love is probably (laughs) not the right term to use but it fills me with hope and so much comfort when women openly share about their struggles with their eating disorders because it's basically coming out and saying you know what like this happened to me too and here we are we don't need to be ashamed about it anymore this is what's happened and just being honest about that because it's something that I felt so guilty about for so long and it's this like horrible secret that I feel like is kind of hiding inside me like last year I came out and said that I was bisexual that was one thing that I had been harboring inside my body since I was a little girl and now I after that I felt this massive release but I still felt like there was something hiding inside and I believe that it's because I'm not being fully honest and there are still things that I'm hiding and I don't want people to think that you have to tell everyone everything and you have to announce it to the world it just for me is a way to release something that I've been holding on to and it feels good for me so I don't want to pressure anyone into having to tell people but I just know that it feels good for me to not be sitting with these burdens alone and to just share it out there to the world and release it because then I'm not holding on to this guilt I'm not holding on to this bad negative energy in my body because I feel it I can feel my throat like not closing up but I can feel the hurt in my throat right now as I talk about this and I feel the energy literally moving out of my body because I am releasing this and not holding on to this guilt anymore so and it's another thing because you want to be confident and you don't want to be like hey I was so embarrassed about the way that I looked that I made myself vomit for eight years like it's not really a pretty story to tell but it is my story and it did happen and it is nice to just have some relief to just let that let that go and to say that you know what that is and was a part of my journey and here I am today a lot stronger for it and I would never do that to myself again and I just care for and love my body on such a deeper level that I didn't even know that was possible and I just thought that I was going to go my whole life hating my body and I still have so 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 many days where I am unhappy with my body and I'm going to be honest about that I know that it is much nicer to hear hey I love my body but the honest truth is I go a lot of days hating my body and I'm sorry if that's triggering for you or if you feel like perhaps you are you know people say oh I feel really shit about myself and if you were standing there and you are a bigger size than that person or a bit curvier than that person you feel really triggered by that and you go oh well, what does that mean for me? I don't want to do that to anyone. I just want you to know that everyone has their issues no matter what size they are. And I have always had issues with the way that I looked, even when I was 
16 and I was so, so tiny. So please, I don't want anyone to be triggered by this. I want everyone to know that what you think other people see, they don't see that. No one sees that. What they see is what's on the inside. And they also probably look at you physically and think, wow, she's amazing. But we see this other version of ourselves. We see all of the bad things. We don't see the beautiful parts of ourselves on the inside or the outside. We say, oh, yeah, but I'm this, this, this. And oh, yeah, but I have this, this, this. And my thighs are too big and my stomach's a bit big. And, you know, I couldn't do up my jeans that day. And we think about all of the negative things. And we never think about the amazing parts of our body. And I am a sucker for this. And I try so hard to love my body and to appreciate my body but it is a real it is a real journey (laughs) it is really hard and it might not be hard for some people but for me it has always been really hard I've always since I was younger felt like there was always such a big importance on the way that I looked and I don't know whether I created this or whether it was partly me and partly you know the internet and magazines and everything that was going on at the time but it just felt like there was so much pressure for me to look a certain way and I know that there was definitely people around me in my life growing up that made this pressure tenfold ten times worse but yeah I just I try every day to try and love myself try and appreciate myself I'm going to do another episode on just little things that I realize that I do that are unhealthy habits that aren't leaning towards a positive body image and I'm going to do another episode on that. Today I just wanted to set this free to let it go to say if you have experienced an eating disorder or been unhappy with your body you are not alone. I am right there with you and I am feeling all the feels And yeah, I really struggled with this for so long and I want anyone to know if they are currently going through this or did go through this that it can feel really isolating and it can feel like a big secret because you have to secretly go through this on your own and you're too embarrassed to let anyone know. But you aren't alone and I just want you to know that and I want you to start working towards the journey of appreciating your body and not damaging your body anymore and I don't want anyone to feel shame around this if they have done this or have do have an eating disorder but I really just want to give you a big hug and I want you to know that you're not alone. So this one was quite difficult for me to record. I am sure that I've missed many parts of why I had an eating disorder and you know all of the kind of momentum that what is that word? (laughs) Big moments that led towards this eating disorder. And I'm sure I've missed so many things in this story, but yeah, I just wanted to get it out there. I wanted to release it and I want to just connect with you all on a deeper level. And I really feel like being truly honest and authentic is how I can do that. And how this podcast can really heal me and help me in my journey is if I just become very openly honest and just let go of things like it, it doesn't matter At the end of the day this is a blip in my life and the rest of my life is going to be so beautiful and 
my life was also so beautiful but it's just these things that we hold on to that really hurt us and can cause a lot of damage if we're holding on to something really deep rooted and really emotional so thank you for listening today I would encourage you to reach out to me send me a dm on instagram if this episode related to you or if you felt something listening to this episode I love when people reach out and send me a message so if you're thinking of doing that please here is your sign send me a message I'd love to hear from you if you feel called I'd love you to leave a rating and a written review on Apple podcast it really helps my podcast out and I'm so looking forward to continuing this podcast and talking with you further so to end this podcast I'd like to take a (laughs) well-needed big deep breath in. (sighs) Let it all out. (laughs) And another deep breath in. (sighs) Drop those shoulders. Give yourself a little hug. Don't usually do that one, but I really need it today. Relax your eyebrows, relax your jaw, give the air a little kiss (laughs) and just tell yourself that no matter what has happened in your life, no matter what you think is a screw up, no matter what bad things that you've done, it is fine to move on and you can move on. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person or that you should Be mad at yourself for the rest of your life. You need to carry on living and you need to move past the things that make you feel guilt or make you feel a certain negative emotion. We need to start living and stop living in the past. So thank you again for listening and I hope you have a fabulous day.